Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yearling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, here's Payne and Pendergast. CJ Stroud, he was on the Pivot podcast earlier this week. And um, good appearance for CJ. CJ is, I mean, you walk around Radio Row, Seth, and we'll get to the audio from the Pivot podcast in just a second. But I know we talk to people from other cities here at Radio Row. That's yeah. why I like coming here. You get to you get out of your ecosystem a little bit, and you get to kind of dip your toe in the water and go, okay, is CJ Stroud as big a deal as we think he is in Houston? And I would say of all the things that you and I, uh, I know that in conversations I had that I get asked about when it comes to covering sports in Houston, C.J. Stroud is at the very, very, very top of the list. Yeah, I think uh, part of it is that he's had such universal praise from actual quarterbacks themselves and former coaches about <clears throat> just how advanced he is in his process and, and how you just flat out don't see the the types of things that CJ does you don't see it out of rookies and right. from guys like Kurt Warner or others who aren't hot take artists necessarily it, that that that's almost universal I have yet to find a guy that you know has anything negative to say about all of those things that supposedly were what separated him from Bryce Young in a bad way in a bad way all right. the processing stuff and everything you know Bryce Young was supposed to be a damn genius with mm-hmm. all that stuff and C J Stroud can't even. Couldn't even sign his name to the S2, basically. <laughs> he got the minimum <laughs> exactly. score. He got his middle name wrong on the S2. Good job getting test. your name right, CJ. Yeah. Um, here was CJ Stroud. He's on the Pivot Podcast, which is Ryan Clark, Fred Taylor, and Channing Crowder, yes, right? Yes, yes, The yes. three of them had him on the podcast, and they asked him, when did you know, when did you feel like you were a top quarterback in this league? And we played week three against Jacksonville. Yeah, I, mean, I went trim on them boys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my bad friend. Yeah, no, it's all love. It's, it's, it's not, all love. The thing, the thing that was crazy about it though is because I had so much respect for Jacksonville. Right, right. And I think they kind of came in like, oh, this is a rookie quarterback. Yeah. And like that was the last time that happened. Like right. we played the Steelers week two. They didn't treat me like a like the rest of the season. I never got treated like a rookie quarterback because mm-hmm. they would just blitz me, blitz me, blitz me. I just would pick it apart. Like you blitz me, I'm gonna go there. Like I just played a game, you know, against the DC. You know, you want to take this away? Okay, I'm going to be smart take the check down. And it took about, like, three weeks, four weeks to get used to that. I was always trying to take the shot, trying to get squeeze the little window. Like, sometimes just taking that completion definitely helped. But, like, back to uh, you, like, saying my, like, numbers and everything. Like, that was my first time ever, like, hearing that out loud. So I appreciate you just doing that. I, I didn't do you the service that you deserve. You missed two games. I did miss two <laughs> games. <laughs> See, this ain't the old Houston Texans. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess he's referring to the two games he missed with the concussion there at the end. I thought it was interesting in that cut early on where he referred to the Pittsburgh game, which was week four on the schedule, yeah. as week two. 
um, because he says the Jacksonville game is that week was when he three. really started being a quarterback. Yeah, almost, well, and yeah. I think and I, I know I've referred to it as like those first two games, yeah. the the Baltimore opener and yeah. the Indianapolis home game in week in, in week two at NRG Stadium. That those are almost all year long. I've looked at those as being on this separate island. They were almost an extension of the preseason to me. Yeah, those two yeah. games because the team looked so different than they wound up looking starting in Jacksonville in Week Three. And I think if I were sitting here going, "Okay, did CJ get this answer right?" You know, his opinion is the one that matters, but I got my own opinion on it. Uh, yeah, I think Week Three in Jacksonville, and then for sure, like to me, to me, the Week Four game, which CJ referred to as Week Two, the Pittsburgh game. That was the game where I thought, like, okay, that, that was the game where the Texans as a team, I'm like, all right, yeah. we might have something on our hands now with this team. Yeah. You know, they blew was, out Pittsburgh. After those first two games, uh, I think collectively the fan base was bracing themselves for Honeymoon what might be over. a really tough season. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it wasn't like, I don't think people were bailing or anything. But, well, we know after that, after that first home game, it, to, with Vindy, it, uh, we definitely got a lot of dicey, feedback man. from people like, well, yeah, nope, nope, they're still the same thing. Yeah. Which, understandably so. They didn't show up. Nope. They didn't show up from the very beginning. They let Anthony Richardson run untouched, um, nearly untouched, uh, for two touchdowns yeah. in the first quarter. It was really ugly. And a lot of people just thought, figured, like, okay, well, it's going to be a while. It's going to be a long process. Yeah, that Jacksonville game was when it felt a lot different. The interesting thing about that was I know from um, what Bucky Brooks had said, Bucky Brooks of the NFL Network, who also is the color commentator for Jaguars games, he said going into that game, the Jaguars coaches had told him this kid is He's the truth. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so even in those first couple games, he did enough that they could tell he was operating on oh, a different yeah. level. And then everything obviously just kind of kind of clicked in that Jacksonville game. I was trying to remember back to when it felt like Deshaun Watson had his first real, like, oh, okay, that's uh, a... And I think it was for him. I think it was the third game versus New England, wasn't it? It was the second game. Well, the third game of the season, his his second start. His second start, right, yeah. New England. Right, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Because the Cincinnati game, it was more like it was one big run and a whole it was a great defensive 13 effort. 13-9 to nine was yeah. the final score. It didn't feel like a real quarterbacking effort, but that, that New England game was where he threw for over 300 yards. They should have won that game. Yeah. He was making plays in that game where you go, okay, he was making plays like CJ makes where you go, oh, my God, that happened in an NFL game. I remember yeah. a throw Deshaun made rolling to his left, and he threw it back across the field to Ryan Griffin, you know, like, a, yeah. like all the way back across That's, the field rolling yeah. to his left, and I'm going, all right, well, this kid's different. You could see the vision yeah. with Deshaun. He kind of had that sixth sense. Yeah. For how how the defense was shifting, yep, and I think with CJ the same thing. You could see a lot of that competence, except with CJ, it's more refined. Yeah, I think, and I think part of that is That's part of that word. was his like the Ohio State offense is a lot more complex than a lot of people wanted to to put out the narrative that it was. Because like like the Ohio State offense way more advanced than Clemson in what they run. Oh yes. So like CJ had like four hundred level education compared to what Deshaun had in at Clemson. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> When it comes to football, and then you put him in a system here with Bobby Slowick, where it's much more regimented than what Bill O'Brien does. There's much more of a system to yeah. it. So it kind of, I, I feel like like CJ could have gone to different places, and if he had gone to school at a different college, and he, if he had gone to the NFL somewhere else, it's almost like you take two intelligent kids, but you put one with a really good tutor <laughs> in a really good school, and then you put another one in the crappiest school possible. Right. You're going to get two different outcomes. Yes, I think that CJ's had. CJ's had just the right 
level of like tutelage along the way that you see the absolute best of him. Yeah, he said it in an interview fairly recently. He was asked to do more at Ohio State than he's asked to do in the Texans system. As a rookie in some respects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, there's, that's the next step for him next year is a lot of the pass protection stuff. Right. You know, like some of the issues that he started to get towards the end of the year, um, it's, it's stuff where when he gets to that higher level and he has his whole offseason mm-hmm. to – to make things natural, I think you're going to see you're going to see a huge improvement in that coming just from just from the quarterback. So you talk about you worry about the offensive line. A lot of the things with the offensive line can be fixed, including in the run game in yeah. this system, especially with the quarterback directing traffic, with the quarterback really recognizing and understand fronts to get into the right run play, all that stuff. Like that's that will get better next year because CJ's just he's he's. As he said himself, he's still a rookie, and there's still things that he doesn't know what he knows. Yeah, he's he, as advanced as he is. That's he doesn't know what he doesn't right. know. Yeah. Right, right, right. Here's one more from C.J. Stroud. This is from the Pivot Podcast. Channing Crowder, Fred Taylor, Ryan Clark talking to the Texans' rookie quarterback. What's his mindset going into games? Going to those games, like the Bengals game, that was our first big-time, big-time game. Like, I think that was the first time we actually played on live TV, um, and I knew it. And I was like, okay, this is okay. this my coming-out party. And it was back in Ohio, back where I played college. And we ran out, and I just hear booze. And we went three – no, we had a, a decent first drive, and then we came back out. And I think one of the teammates – one of the dudes was, like, just talking mess. I was like, all right, bro, I'm going to be here for 60 minutes. Like, like, <laughs> like I'm, not duck, I'm not tucking no tail. Like, cause right. he, like, bumped me after I threw a pass. I was like, you better be like, – I'll see you after the game. Right. And I seen that same dude after the game. Oh, man, you the best. Like, like you know, and it's all love. Right. And I'm showing her love back. But it's right. like, you can think what you want to think about this rookie young dude. Like, whatever. Like, I'm going to come. I'm going to be here for 60 minutes. Right. I might throw a pick. I might make a mistake. But I'm here. Yeah, that's good stuff. He, he's, he is a really strong-minded kid. Um, my favorite part, as I could tell yours was two sets, where that was – the first game they played on live TV. Yeah, I, I think I think what he meant was that was the first time they were the featured game at noon. You know, like they, Iron Eagles doing you know the game meant? instead of you he know meant, he meant it like in the way of like it's live. You know, okay. like, you know, like things are live or hopping or things yeah. or whatever. I that, I think that's how he that how he felt it. Yeah, I hope uh, he makes it sound like they were on tape delay for their other eight games. What if his mom's that? got some setup where she didn't realize that he uh, right. is actually on live TV and yeah. she's like trying to watch the stream on YouTube afterwards? Or something. <laughs> Don't send me any spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch it like that it's live. First time we were on live TV. Yeah, I, it was the first time it was a featured game. Or yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and and you could tell too. That that was the first time that maybe CJ felt like okay this is a like this is a big NFL game because it was yeah you know you remember that that was they were coming off the Tampa Bay win which really that was the game you know I often refer to the Pittsburgh game as the game where we found out in Week Four like okay we may have a team here yeah the Tampa Bay game was the one where you go okay you might have an elite quarterback here right because right? he was right. coming off that Carolina game in Week Eight where where he and everybody else were terrible offensively yeah. and then he comes back the following week after talking all week long about stretching the field and taking deep shots and he and Bobby Slowick have been talking about it all week but 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 and he throws for 470 yards and five touchdowns in that Tampa Bay game and he was the story yeah. all week long leading into that matchup with Joe Burrow. The, the cool thing about that, too, and Bobby Sloak has kind of confirmed their relationship. It, it, it's not like there was ever like in question or a big scandal that, or a report that had to be confirmed, but both Bobby Sloak and C.J. Stroud have talked about it in, in a way that does not sound like a normal 
rookie NFL quarterback with his offensive coordinator. That's right. You know, and Bobby Slowick specifically said that they were able to speed up the level of things that they talked about very quickly to the word to the point where it's almost shorthand. Yeah. Because CJ does like he does his homework. You know, there's a lot of things I, I think sometimes sometimes in sports you'll see guys and this happens uh, yeah this happens with with some athletes a lot. Um Something will get labeled instinct mm-hmm. when it's actually very specifically textbook work. Uh, you know, with linebackers, a lot of times they'll get labeled as instinctive when it's in fact yeah. that they've really learned by watching film and by learning from their coaches how to identify tendencies and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think with CJ, the thing that you can tell when, when everybody out there brags about how much they watch film and everything, if you're a coach and you've got a game plan, it, like you can watch all the film you want. If guys aren't doing their homework, they come in in the morning, and it's like they have to learn from scratch what they're doing in specific situations because yeah. the game cha- the game plan changes every week. Yep. So you can tell real quickly when you've got a quarterback who spent – or a player in general, but especially a quarterback who spent time in his playbook the night before mm-hmm. and went through. So all of a sudden you are – you get to hit fast forward. Yeah. Like we don't have to break all this down and go everything through everything piece by piece because the guy's just done his homework. Yeah. So it's nothing more – it doesn't have to be like sneaker commercial level motivation or anything. It's just getting in your book and like going through everything to where you can speak in shorthand. The next yeah, day. when you lay it out that way, and you mentioned Bobby Slowick too, and the way they're able to communicate and probably yeah. talk shorthand to each other. Think about all the things heading into this next season that is going to just it, that they're in the HOV lane now. Like CJ's not doing any of the draft stuff and yeah. the combine, and he's able to have a normal off season yeah. where he can get into like he he can do whatever the prep work is to be a Houston Texan, not the prep work to be the second overall pick in the draft. Bobby Slowick and Gerard Johnson coming back, he doesn't have to learn the language and learn the nuance of a yeah. new offensive coordinator, a new play caller. That and they're going to need that. The schedule's a whole lot harder next year. Like it, they're they're going to be way sped up from what they were in twenty twenty three. Well, and it's one of those things in this interview on the pivot because it's an hour long interview, and I'm I'm going through to grab some more bites as we go along. Mm. But I, I think part of it too is that CJ at one point says, "I didn't know what I didn't know." Yeah, and. When you're doing all that stuff in the offseason, when you're working with Dalton Schultz and Nico Collins and Tank Dell, obviously those guys are together all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only so much you can work on until you experience what the obstacles are in person. Yeah. And now those guys have that common ground and experience to where whatever they worked on last offseason when they rented that house in California yeah. and all that, like you, you get to speed all that up mm-hmm. and you start to have that nonverbal communication. That's where, like, the Dalton Schultz signing is really interesting to me because, yeah, look, there's a reason he's not a marquee free agent. I think we saw that. You know, like he's he's not f- physically gifted. He's not a good blocker. Yeah, or watch anything. the two tight ends in the Super Bowl, this, right? Yeah, on yeah, Sunday, yeah, right? Yeah, he's yeah, not those guys. He's not those guys. Yeah. And yet, and 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 I'm all for drafting. I would t- draft a tight end in the first round if the right guy is there. But um, but I still think that the shorthand communication and the understanding between. Dalton Schultz right now and C.J. Stroud yeah. is very valuable. Yep. And uh, it's worth retaining Dalton Schultz as long as it's at the, pri- at the right price tag. I For think you, sure. you go backwards a little bit if you have to start over with just, just a rookie and Brevin Jordan there. Yep, I'm with you on that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, text message. We are getting texts here on Radio Row. Live here, thanks to Yingling Flight for bringing us out here. You can watch us on the... YouTube and Twitch streams, as I know many, many, many of you have been doing the last few days. Yeah, somebody um, on the YouTube stream said that I that I look tired, that I, I sound tired. I said, "Damn, Seth isn't sounding very awake." I feel like I sound tired. Like I feel like I've got kind of a morning voice thing. Quit going bringing on today. me down, bro. Sorry about that, man. I know. A, I, I do. I've I got a gravitational pull where I'm dragging Seth this down. Is it, with you're me. doing that. You know what you are. You're Al Michaels. <laughs> no, you're Curb Herb Street. <laughs> Curb Herb Street, I believe. He's just fine, except that for uh, for being with Al Michaels, he he, uh, he brings out the worst in Al just Michaels. Kidding. They're they're they're, they're not high they're, energy. They're enough. feeding off each other in the wrong way. I was uh, I was actually I was kind of I was low energy by my standards in the six a.m. segment. I okay. admit to that. Well, bring it the rest of the show, bruh. All right. Yeah, you got. We were this. talking about contract stuff. Yeah, that's true. With Altuve, it was I mean, less less contract, more more love. More, yeah. yeah. Um, well, Altuve. So, text message about Altuve. Altuve has a legit chance to get to three thousand hits now, right? Uh, or was he already on pace? I actually did the math. That was one of the first things I looked up yesterday because because my thought was, okay, he's here through twenty twenty nine. This is great. We don't have to watch him get hit number three thousand in another uniform, or at least the potential of that yeah. existing. One hundred and fifty nine hits. Per season through the end of that contract mm. gets him to three thousand. The only thing I would worry about with him is uh, is simply health, health as it was last year. Health, and he's less of a hit machine than he was early in his career. He's much more of a kind of a rounded out. Like I mean, he still hits like you know two eighty, two ninety. But when he was getting 200, 220 hits a year early in his career. He was a singles hitter. You know, he's yeah. he's competing for the batting title now. He's he's, he's a nine hundred OPS guy. He's had though uh, like two thousand twenty one, one hundred sixty seven hits. Two thousand twenty two, one hundred fifty eight hits. Last year with the injuries, he's hitting just as well as he ever has. Yeah. He's just right. He's not in the, the two hundred plus level. Right. Hmm. Right. That is. Uh, you say one fifty nine or one one fifty nine per year through the end of the contract. Okay. Yeah. He's he's a two thousand forty two thousand forty seven hits right now. This is where I think my plan for Altuve mm. is that when he gets up to around age thirty six, yep. thirty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and bulk that little dude up twenty pounds and be the DH. 
and oh. let him crank. Oh, okay. Let him just, just like I, I would have him uh, just line up with his foot pointed towards towards the Crawford <laughs> boxes. Pointing at the Crawford just boxes. Not even, yeah, just that. open the stance right up. <laughs> just like face the Crawford boxes yeah. and just and crank just away. BP, man. You know how strong he is. He's BP. And that's without, without uh, yeah. He packs a wallet. We'll, we'll bring in the best Eastern European chemist <laughs> to, to juice him up. I like it. He'll, be, he'll, just, he'll, he'll set a home run record as a 38-year-old. We've got... nobody will be suspicious of anything. We've got... Right, exactly. We've got headlines, including Jose Altuve signing a new contract. We'll get you the details of that there was other Astros contract news yesterday with someone who I would say was one of the most popular Astros last year signed sealed and delivered whole lot more to get into in headlines that is coming up next as we continue live from Radio Row this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 